What is up, guys? I just want to take a moment to tell you all about my friend Rebecca Koenig and her bomb photography skills. RK Photography SC is the perfect source for all of your photography needs this coming year. Becca has taken numerous pictures from me and Allie, including our engagement photos, some of our wedding pictures, and more recently, our Christmas pictures that we used for cards this year. Brian has also used RK Photography for all of his family photos, but I think ours came out a little bit better. We're just a little bit more photogenic than Brian is. But anyway, RK Photography has gift certificates that will be available after January the 6th, and they're good for one year after the purchase date. Visit her Facebook today to get a look at what you can expect before you book your photo shoot. That's RK Photography SC, or you can follow her on the Instagrams at RK Photography SC. All right, let's start the show. start doing the video thing too oh yeah next year next year all right thanks cliff for that wonderful intro hi everybody <laughs> welcome to the not religious podcast oh, i am blake i'm brian <laughs> you weren't expecting that were i you? was not you try to <laughs> surprise me i like to like, get you off guard you're uh, good at it <laughs> you're very good at it what is up everybody um as you can tell we've got a New Year's theme happening today. Oh, we do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, got Dr- some Martinelli's. Drinking the Martinelli. Ready to go. We drink the Martinelli because we don't drink the alcohol. And Martinelli's taste so much better. Because alcohol's going to send you to hell, straight, boy. You gonna straight burn. to hell. You're going you to burn, burn for that alcohol. Alky. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just don't choose to do it. <laughs> Man, Martinelli's is so good. If it you've is. never had it. Mm. So good. Um... All right, so as we mentioned, New Year's is rapidly approaching. Rapidly. Right. I mean, it's what Monday, Tuesday. I don't even know what today is. Oh, it's Thursday. 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 No, it's always Thursday. Um, so with that, um, twenty nineteen. Yeah, we've we've got twenty nineteen right here upon us, and just in time, the government has partially shut down. So that means that the annual purge is about to commence. So go Boom. ahead, get your machetes ready. Right. And uh, either that or Skynet's about to come online. Either either and, one of those Amazon robots. Right. And setting off bear repel. Yeah, and then infect everyone with a disease that will turn out to be the zombie apocalypse. Yep. And you're done. 2019. 2019. Can't wait. Can't right wait. here. <laughs> um, so a common theme that I've seen with a lot of, uh, with a lot of churches around this time of year, mm-hmm. they like to not only kick off things with, I guess it's kind of like a resolution. You it is. Get started. It's, it's the church, uh, equivalent of a resolution. I would, I would assume that would yep. be it. Yeah. And today we're talking all about fasting. Fasting. Oh, man. And New Year's resolutions. And New Year's resolutions. This Why has been not? a long time coming too. Yeah. Um we've we've brought up fasting before when throwing around some ideas. Yeah. I wanted to kind of dig into it a little bit more. Didn't think I was quite ready to talk about it yet. So But now you're ready. Now I'm ready because you know, I don't ever just dive right into things. No, you no. like to do your research. Do my research. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we can take a look at why, what is the purpose of fasting? Yeah, let's talk about what fasting is. Yep. In, in Luke 18, Jesus tells a parable about the, uh, the Pharisee who bragged a little too much about fasting twice a week. Just a little too much. Yeah, he was a little too happy about it, I think. Yeah. Um, also, John Wesley, mm-hmm. the founder of the Methodist Church, 
Uh, he believed so strongly in fasting that he refused to ordain any ministers who did not fast on Wednesdays and Fridays. He was strict. Very, Very strict. strict. He was like, no way, man. You don't fast? What gives? What gives with that? Um, you know, and typically in the Bible, when, when they mentioned fasting, it was mostly food. Right. Or liquids or something. Right. Um, nowadays, people like to do the, I, I like to call it the millennial type fasting when it involves technology yeah it's the uh opposite end of the spectrum in reference to the daniel fast yes (laughs) yeah exactly let's let's give up our phones or we'll give up social media for however long well and fasting is always um, maybe not always is very often misconstrued and it is taken out of context a lot a lot of people just don't know what the heck they're doing. Yeah. Um, a lot of people just fast, like you said, because the church, um, the leadership or whatever will say, hey, we're going to do a church fast, you know, for a week or however. Most of the time it's for 40 days. 40 and, days. and that represents. But Jesus did a 40-day fast, re- right? That, Is that represents, why? right, Jesus. Um, so kind of mirroring the sacrifice that that he did. Um wandering around out there uh so they try to gear it towards 40 40 days but the the problem is uh a lot of people just don't know what the crap they're doing no or why they're fasting or what to fast or how to go about doing it or the biblical significance to it um you know at the end of the day when all is said and done the the purpose of a fast is to strengthen your relationship with God, mm-hmm. to draw you closer to God. Now, it 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 shouldn't be so. I don't know. Ordinary that you say, "Yeah, I'm fasting because my church is fasting. We're doing a forty day fast." Okay. And normally the next question is, what are you fasting? And they'll give whatever they're fasting. Um, but the, the question that's normally not asked is why. Yeah. Why are you fasting? What is the purpose of the fast? And how does that purpose strengthen your relationship right. with God? My, my favorite part of the Bible that talks about fasting is in Matthew 6. Um, so Jesus goes on and he says, you know, when you fast, don't look gloomy like the hypocrites. Uh, they disfigure their faces um, so that the fasting may be seen by others. So that's basically like saying uh, that's twofold. Number one, if you're going to fast, don't be pissed off about it. Yeah. Number one. Number two, don't advertise it. Don't look miserable or don't, because if you walk around with a, with a miserable disposition, people are, well, what's wrong with you? I'm fasting this. Yeah. Also, how that translates into t- today's day and age with the millennial fast yeah. is the social media stuff. We should just fast millennials. How do you do that? <laughs> it's just not talk to them right. for 40 I, days. I, I truly don't like seeing someone post about them. The, I think it's a fast. personal thing. Why are you telling people about it? You yeah. know? If that's even, between you and God, why are you posting about even it? Even if it's a communal thing, even if the church... All right, so say the church leader sits down with his staff and he says, listen, guys, 2019's upon us. Um, I'm really uh, hoping to enrich our people in this certain area and giving or in not giving to the church by the way and giving yeah. as far as missions or 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 outreach or uh growth uh of their spiritual life this that and the other so i'm going to do a church direct directed uh fast so i'm gonna make an announcement this then but the reason we're fasting is this i want i want the church congregation to know that God, normally a fast is prompted by the Holy Spirit, number yeah. one. Number yeah. one, you know, there, there has to be guidance from the Holy Spirit. So God has revealed this to me that we need to focus on this in this upcoming year. 
I want us to start the year off with a fast. Um, and each person's fast in this area should help them grow in this area of their relationship with God. Yeah. I'm cool with that. If the, if the pastor comes out and says, listen, everyone, our, uh, I really want to work on stewardship. God has revealed to me that we need to work on stewardship w- within our church body or, um, you know, w- working outside the walls of our church, whatever it may be. He says, this is what I think. Now, what I want you to do is pick something too fast. And, and the direction that we're going is for your relationship with God to be strengthened in this area. However that may be, but it be strengthened in this area. Yeah. Okay? So it's a sacrifice to obtain a closeness with God. Yeah. I've looked at how people approach fasting for the, all the years I've been involved with a church yeah. and saw the, the different ways or the different things that people would consider something difficult to, to give up. And... Some of it I really don't think would have been that hard. And maybe me personally, I wouldn't have thought it was that difficult to give up. But with some people, you can tell it's not the worst thing they could have given up. Yeah, so some some people are kind of taking the easy way out, is what you're saying. To participate. Yeah, just to be be a part of it. Right, because they don't know... um, They don't know the importance of it, and they don't understand that it's truly a sacrifice. Yeah. Um, so just to, you know, hop in there and be like, well, I'm, I'm going to give up peanut butter for 40 days. Right. Right. Okay. How often? I know you you love peanut butter. I love peanut butter. How often are you eating peanut butter? Yeah. I can go without it for 40 days. Yeah. And the intention of it is, (laughs) let's say someone who drinks, um, soda a lot. Yeah. Pop. Who, who drinks that. And when I say a lot, I'm talking probably will drink anywhere from a liter to three liters a day. Yeah. For them to give that up, that's kind of a sacrifice. Right. Because they're so conditioned on um, drinking that stuff. And the whole purpose is when you crave it or when you say, man, I wish I had a Coke right now. That is your reminder to yourself. Mm -hmm. But I'm giving up that right now to build my relationship stronger yeah. in this area. Yeah. And then that should prompt you to pray or yeah. think or, you know, expand on why you're doing it. That's yeah. the whole purpose of the fast is to remind you what you're doing. It's right. not just to give up just something. It's like, oh, I'm going to give up, you know, watching TV for 40 days. Well, why are you doing that? Because my church is doing a fast. Well, what? Do you know why you're fasting? Why are you fasting? What are you fasting for? What are you fasting? Or why are you fasting? Mm -hmm. Because my church is doing a fast. Uh, See. So why? (laughs) But I was one of those people. So you did that? I did that because I didn't know. You know, it was just encouraged because it was, we're doing a church-wide fast. I was a part of a church. They were doing a fast. Okay. What what do I do? Give up something that you... uh, and then, you know, and they would say, give up something and use that time where you start craving it to pray and, and, and all that. And I'm like, okay, well, there's nothing really going on that I really need to fast for. Um, uh, things are good. I don't really know what I would be fasting for anyway. I'll give up something. Gave up soda for 40 days. Really wasn't that difficult. So I said, all right, well, when we do this next year, I'll try something a little bit more difficult. I gave up bread for forty days. That was pretty tough, mm-hmm. um, but, but it wasn't why the did worst you do thing. It? I don't know. I had no purpose in that. I just exactly. did it because everyone did it. Because everyone um, was doing it. And then the year after that, I said, "I don't think I know why I'm fasting. I don't understand what the purpose is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have anything to fast for. I think this is more of a sacred thing." more of a uh, personal thing mm-hmm. and I'm kind of taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just not going to participate Yeah, this year. You would not believe the looks I would get mm-hmm. when people asked what, what was I fasting? Mm-hmm. And I would say nothing. 
Mm-hmm. And be like, why? It's a church-wide fast. I, I don't really have anything to, to, you know, everything's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's anything. Well, there's got to be something. Like, okay, yeah, let me just bring misery on my life. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Things suck. Now I'm yeah. going to, you know, like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah, I, um, so when I was on staff at a church, the first couple times I did it, you know, because it's church-wide fast, I'm fasting, yeah. but, but I had purpose with it. Yeah. You know, I had my own personal purpose, but what I started to see was that kind of same mentality where I would be in a group or something and someone would say to someone else, what are you fasting? And they'd answer. And that, what are you fasting? Oh, okay. They, then they, and they'd leave it at it's that. It's just comparing. Yeah. They, then they'd leave it at that. And it, it started me thinking, you're asking the wrong question. Yeah. Now, what are you fasting? Why are you fasting? And even fasting? then, it's none of your business. Right. It might be a serious personal thing that I, so need, to, I need to The last couple of years, the church that I was at, when they did the fasting, I didn't participate. Like, yeah. I didn't do it. But when someone asked me, hey, what are you fasting? I'd say, that's personal. Yeah. It's private. And they left it alone. Yeah. Because it was a personal, private thing. Get out of my business. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, no, yeah, I am a part of the staff here, and my business is already out there, but this is something for me and God if I'm going to do it. But don't ask me about it. Yeah. Like, get get out my life. Yeah. Well, I I think in that sense... Again, we're comparing, we're, we're seeing, you know, whose is worse. Oh, man, you're fasting. Meat. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, like, like uh, whose is worse. Um, yeah. And I remember hearing um, about a friend of ours that was sacrificing an hour of sleep. Now, this was commendable. That's um, He sacrificed an hour of sleep so he could spend more time in the mornings reading his Bible and praying. And I was good. like, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> You are B.A. with your fasting. Good yeah. job. You're, so, you're doing but, great. But here's the deal. Why? Yeah, but why? But sure. Well, why are you doing that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I, I, I'm kind of thinking back on it. I never asked why. Yeah. I would like to ask that person, why were you fasting? Yeah. Did, did you have a purpose to your fast? Or were you just doing it because everyone's doing it? But you see this across the board. I have friends on Facebook who are, you know, all over the map. And it seems like every church has adopted this communal fast mm-hmm. where we're going to fast together as a church at the beginning of the year, whether it's for 40 days or two weeks or four, whatever the, the time frame. And it gets left empty. Yeah. Because no matter if you're a church of 50 or 500, your people need to know what and why they're doing it. Yeah. And when it's not communicated enough. Right. Especially to the younger group of your church, you know? Right. It it's encouraged. I mean, I even heard about kids in children's church that were fasting and I'm like, "What are you fasting?" Right. "Why are you fasting? What what come on. Like you don't un- they don't understand." Yeah. What that means is because daddy I, does it, yeah. you know. I, and I was a children's pastor, and I didn't promote it. Yeah, like I, but I would I, hear about it still yeah. because they their family, their yeah. their parents were. They would doing come up it. to me and be like, "Mr. Blake, what are you fasting? How do you even know what that is? It's a game to them at yeah. that point. Yeah, you know what That's, I'm saying. And it's just sad. What are you fasting? Oh, I'm fasting this. Yeah. It becomes a game at that point, right. and they don't so have sad. they don't have the spiritual toolbox to be right. able to comprehend at six years old the importance the of importance it. of yeah. it. Yeah, you know, I can't. I I could go on for days about yeah. you know receiving your salvation at five years old or six years old or however old, but you know, maturing your relationship with God which is what this fast principle is supposed to be doing, Yeah, you're you're not going to be able to, you're not, that's not the desired outcome of a six-year-old, is to mature their relationship with God. Yeah. 
and and even not even just with the kids, but even with the adults, you would I would overhear things like, "Man, I can't. I, I I'm so glad that this thing will be over by Valentine's Day because I'm fasting chocolate and I, I'm gonna have to have my chocolate." Well, you know what? Why don't you continue your fast through through Valentine's Day and really make it a challenge? If if that's what you if you really mean it. Or, you know, I mean, yeah. sure, man, if you want to take the easy way out and make sure you're good to go by Valentine's Day. Or, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like, it's almost conveniently done there. Oh, you know, man. let's do I was it at the beginning like, of the fishy. year. 40 days, and it's going to be done by Valentine's Day, so you can gorge yourself on chocolate and celebrate right. the fast. That is another thing. Yeah. Just because it's over, now you're going to... Um, now you're going to in, in, indulge in whatever it was you gave up, and yeah. now you're kind of tiptoeing into gluttony. Yeah, definitely. Like, okay, well, why don't we address... Oh, man, I can't wait to do a gluttony episode. Yeah, me too. The most overlooked, yeah, deadly sin out there. Right. Anyway, um, why don't we move on? Yeah. All right, so Let's. I found a website that I think... This, this website obviously promotes the uh the importance of fasting but it's done so in a sense that there there was a lot of things i didn't agree with or just kind of okay raised an eyebrow with and i'll i'll point out their uh their bullet points bullet um, points so this comes from um the website i believe um i believe.com i believe um, what fly. happens when you fast um for spiritual benefits uh the number 4 for oh, okay colon for spiritual benefits. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see. Fasting leads to greater intimacy. And one of the quotes in there said, uh, our temporary physical discomfort has spiritual rewards. And I will agree with you on that. Um, but when it's done the right way, and obviously we've gone on for 20 minutes about how we've noticed it being done. The incorrect way. The incorrect way. Um, we surrender our comfort to gain spiritual clarity. I can see that as well. Um, okay. We can fast from things like social media, excuse me, social media, television. <laughs> Martinelli's <laughs> nice and bubbly. <laughs> um, social media, television, food, even a negative mindset. That I like. That one yeah, I think is, is overloaded a good bit. Um, and then we can fast for things for those who have yet surrendered to Christ, um, our local church, our neighborhoods. Okay. Admirable. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. Here's something that kind of caught me off guard, made okay. me a little uneasy. Um, so uh, it opens our hearts to spiritual revival, and this is a quote from that website. Uh, we kindle Holy Spirit fire as we fast and pray. We become change agent, agents and intercessors for the broken and hurting during a fast. Mm. Our hearts are revived and refreshed spiritually because of it. Is that fair to say, though? Hmm. Like, it's it's almost like I'm going to take on the burden of your sin because you're you're hurting and you're um, yeah. you're broken. Like, uh, how, yeah. who are you to say that someone else is broken? Yeah, and hurting? that's kind of um, I don't know. That's a that's a bit obtuse. Yeah, you know, to to think that. I'm fasting and I'm going to be so empowered exactly. that I'm going to take on the burden of my community and my neighbors and my children yeah. and and witness and blah and blah. Putting yourself on a pedestal. Yeah. That I mean I I just don't think that's a fair thing to say. No. Because yeah. the person you might think is broken and lost is not. Yeah, if you here's the deal. If oh man. If you're if you're wanting an outpouring of the Holy Spirit's power in your life to plan ahead for it, yeah, kind of negates the whole reasoning, yeah, of that yeah. of that you know intercessor, you know coming in and 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 doing the work of the Lord. The Lord. <laughs> I I just have a big I I would feel really uncomfortable saying that, you know. Yeah, that's kind of. It's a little much. A little much. Um, the next point, prayer and fasting breaks satanic strongholds. What does that even mean? The, the, the devil's got a grab on you, and he's holding on What are you for dear life. It's like that old lady that told me I was going to hell because my ears were stretched. 
was rocking okay. gauges at church, and she All was right. like, she said the devil's going to reach up from the pit of hell and grab you by the ears so and like drag you down. So, like, the small population of people yeah. who used to be affiliated with us who think that we have yeah. lost our way, they <laughs> yeah. feel oh, like Satan's a, got a stronghold. Satan has a stronghold on us, yeah. and what we say and do is blasphemy. Yeah. So they are going to fast to break the stronghold of Ooh, Satan. Ooh, I wonder if lives. anybody is fasting for us. I hope so. I hope so, too. I hope so. That would be a great honor. I need it, yeah. <laughs> I so need it. Since, you, since you've been living the dream. I've been, man, I so um, need it. All right, so another thing in this article. When difficulties arise, Christ followers have the ability to harness the potential of the Holy Spirit through fasting and prayer. That I have an even bigger problem with saying because you might as well um, consider yourself part of the Trinity. Yeah. That's, oh, wow. But you can't do it because it's a very misguided. There's three, three spots. They're already taken. Yeah, that's very misguided. And yeah. How do you, how do you explain that to your people? Is it, maybe we're just re- interpreting the words incorrectly. Yeah. You know, let's give them the benefit of the doubt here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe we're just kind of, we're reading into it. But that on the surface, I don't like it at all. The potential of the Holy Spirit. I can tell you this. I'm the farthest thing <laughs> from anywhere close to the Holy Spirit. I mean, honestly. Right. And I'm not saying I'm no, living all, in sin or anything like that. All it's of just us I'm a human being. Right. I am filth, man. I, right. That's the whole point of why I need Jesus in the first place. Right. So saying that I have the potential of the Holy Spirit, I don't know, it just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, you know, one thing that that makes... Here's a perfect example. One thing that made the apostles um, so successful is because even with the empowerment and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, even knowing and being a friend of Jesus... Even all of that bundled in on their resume, they still recognized that they are nowhere near or so unworthy of the grace of God. Yeah. So to flip that over (laughs) and say, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit is on us and we shall (laughs) conquer the nations. Uh, I like that voice. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> like, um, yeah, take a step back, dude. Yeah. Humble yourself a little. Be S- humble. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> Be humble. <laughs> Who was that? Kendrick? I think it was. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. 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 Lama. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. I've, uh... Because I'm going to be seeing stuff about it. It's coming up. It's coming up. Very shortly. A lot of churches are going to start doing that. So I'm sure I'm going to see something on Facebook about oh, giving this up. Yeah. It's it's going to be tough. Well, another thing that I used to love seeing is if we ever went out to a restaurant mm. and someone happened to be fasting something that involved food. Mm. And it was just all they talked about. I was yeah. like, oh, this is tough. This is tough to do. So tough. This is tough. I got to go without sweet tea. Oh, and you're, you're for, uh, right across from days. me. Yep. Oh, you're, you better get that sweet tea out of my face. <laughs> I'm going to have a cow. <laughs> I just went Forrest Gump. You did. <laughs> Lieutenant died. Hey, hey, but, and here's the thing. like, as, as Christians fasting, you know we've pretty much just adopted this. Yeah ritual of fasting based off of the teachings of Christ, yes. Yeah. But fasting has been around, I mean, the Jews fasted. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hindus fast. Yeah. Islam fast. But Bo- it's, it is like... Buddhist fast. It's, it's so intense and meaningful and intimate. Yeah, if you look at a Buddhist and... And the way they fast, it is night and day yeah. compared to a Christian's fast. Yeah. Night and day. It's more respectable, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, yes, I am saying, that you can quote me on it, I am saying that yeah. a, a Buddhist is more respectful yeah, and definitely. intimate in their fasting than yeah. a Christian is definitely. most of the time. 
Yeah, well, let's blanket it and, and do the 90% of Christians that we know, yeah. charismatic Christians, uh, whatever you want to uh, go with there. You don't even have to go charismatic. You can uh, evangelical Christians, whatever. The Christian world today, the 90% of them, uh, they, they definitely, if you compare them to how a, a someone who is equal to them in their faith, a Buddhist or a Hindu or whatever, yeah, um, it's night and day. Yeah, the the sincerity that goes along with their fast compared to fasting Facebook, because you have no freaking idea why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, night and day. Yeah, very night and day. Trying to reach enlightenment or you know trying to you know, strengthen your spirituality compared to the pastor said we're fasting for 40 days, so we're fasting. Mm-hmm. That's not, I don't know. Dig into it. We're not watching TV. If you're, if you're really wanting to take it seriously, I encourage you to do your research. I, yeah, got, I need like a button or something do, that, yeah. Yeah, that can do play your like research. a do your research. Yeah, so ding, like, ding, ding. and, and you know, it's biblical. The, the Jews could would fast as a community to sacrifice, um, you know, wh- whatever was happening. But that still, that's more of a uh, um, a cultural thing at the time. Say they needed to fast a certain period of time so that the harvest would be good or that mm-hmm. the, the animals would appropriate and they'd have enough meat or, or the water from the rivers would flow. So you see a lot of communal fasting then, but it's very purposeful. Yeah. Very, very purposeful. They were in, in, intentional to, to ask God for this thing. If we do this thing, God will do this for us. Yeah. And Christ came along and said, okay, um, Instead of, if you do this thing, God will do this for you, why not do this thing to draw your relationship closer to God? Yeah. To, to show God, listen, I'm not worthy of anything that you do for me. I'm willing to do this so that I can be closer to you, that our relationship will strengthen, that I can show you trust, that I can show you obedience, that I can show you worship just for an ounce of your grace, just for a little bit of your grace to pour on to me. Yep. I like it. I like your thoughts. You like my thoughts? I like your thoughts. I used to be big on New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Did you? You? I had a few. I just never, I never kept true. There has not been a single New Year's resolution that I set that I stuck with. Yeah, I, I used to set all kinds, but I, I don't think I ever kept one. No. No, but I tell you what I did do. Um, about eleven years ago, I bought stock in um, Bowflex and Nordatrack. Ooh. Okay. And every year around this time, my stock nice doubles, yeah. doubles, and then I sell it off and then yeah. yeah, do do some things there, but. Yeah. I, I I got in a few years ago and and it's been very beneficial. Yep. Well, uh, I've got a list of the most common New Year's resolutions that are broken not even a month into. Oh yeah. Not even in. Uh, I mean. Day two. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking. Yeah. yeah, not even two weeks into it. They're yeah. already done. Uh, quit smoking is a pretty common one. Yeah. Um, which I encourage everyone to quit smoking if you do. It, I mean, we can sit here and argue back and forth. It's really terrible for you. It's yeah, just it bad. is. You know, I'm always afraid that someone who has smoked for a long time, that once they quit, they'll oh. get cancer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a, I, I have a huge, huge theory about it. I have connected yeah. the dots too many times about noticing people that quit smoking. And then they got cancer. They get cancer. It's yeah. so crazy. It is. They can continue to smoke. And, and they're fine. You know, they might have yeah. respiratory problems but still, or whatever, heart yeah, problems. It's something you can live they're, with. They're not. Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah. It's kind of scary. It is. All right, quit smoking. Uh, learning something new, whether that be taking up a new hobby or 
learning like a language okay. or something. Honestly, I have no motivation <laughs> to learn a new language. So, so bad. Learn Wookie. I, I might invest in that. I, I can get behind some Wookie. Learn Greek. Oh, I can do that. That one's pretty. I'm yeah. pretty. It's pretty straightforward. That's pretty good. Um, eat healthier and diet. Yeah. Now, I did stick to a diet and a, um, you know, like a workout. It wasn't a New Year's resolution. I decided one su- right. one summer. Well, when I first started losing weight. Okay. Um, I decided to join a gym, start running, dieted, lost ninety pounds in like six months. Yeah. So. Wasn't a New Year's resolution, but it was something I stuck with. Um, and then last year, around April, leading up into May or something like that, um, me and Allie did the Whole30 diet. That was tough, mm-hmm. but beneficial. Mm. I want to do it again. You want to do it again? Yeah, I want to do it again. I think it'd be awesome. I'm good. Um, <laughs> it, you got to have a lot of prep time. Yeah. Crap, it is insane. Um Get out of debt and save money. I think that's everyone's yeah. goal at the beginning of Here's the, the thing. As many times as I've ever said that and I start, something happens that sets me back. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, I'm doing good and I'm saving money. Oh, crap. I just ran over a pothole right. on Alice Drive. Mm-hmm. Now I've got to buy a new tire. Yeah, well, you know? if you were living right, that wouldn't happen. That, that's, that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> if I wasn't such a horrible, yeah. you know, sinner uh, yeah. and falling off the deep end, then maybe yeah. my tire wouldn't have gotten a If you'd stop this in. blasphemous podcast. Yeah, and maybe things would go better. Yeah. <laughs> my life is great, by the way. Living the dream. I'm just saying, living the dream. Living the dream. Um, Spend more time with family. Oh. How do you feel about that one? I, yeah, I like that. That's good. Yeah. Maybe like, but it it all kind of goes back to who who you consider your family. Right, 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 right. So like, there's some family members like I'll see you at Christmas. Take care. I'll I'll you know in this year that I won't see you again. But But Christmas rolls around. Hey, how you doing? They're not family. That's just someone you're related to. That's right. Uh, Travel to new places. That's a good. One. That would be fun to do, and it would be great to do that. However, that would jump right back to the get out of debt get out of and debt. save money mm-hmm. thing because yeah. you can't go anywhere anymore without it costing. Definitely cannot do those two together. No, no. Maybe if you are loaded right. down and have tons of free time on your hands, and go for it. I mean, right. that's great. Go for it. Um, be less stressed. I don't think that's possible. I don't think. I, I don't think that at all. Uh, especially your work situation. I Well, and here's the deal. I think at different periods, chunks of time in your life, your stress level is tailored to that. So in your 20s, you have a certain stress level, 30s, yeah. 40s. Listen, I, I'll be 40 next year, and I just don't give a rip anymore. Yeah. I just don't, man. I, I can't so, wait to get to that point. So I, my stress level is... It's depleting, but it's not because of a New Year's resolution or I've yeah. done this different or done that. Man, it's just, I'm 40, almost 40 years old. Like, I'm a grown man. <laughs> and, like, I just don't care. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I, so I'm 27 now. My stress level is at an all-time high. Yeah, so you're <laughs> in that very but stressful age group. Yeah, you're you're at a very stressful pivotal that's yeah. why this is also you're in your you're reaching your prime years mm-hmm. you know the next you know eight or nine years of your life or you'll be in your prime yeah and there's a reason for that because it's going to be the hardest yeah. portion of your life yeah. uh, physically and mentally and once you get through it and this is kind of like whatever should have seen me yesterday <laughs> drop my phone in the parking lot at work not even an hour into it Screen went just black. Nothing. Stress level at an all-time high. <laughs> yeah. And some people are just wired differently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I, I think looking at how my parents were, both of them easily get overwhelmed and stressed. You know, like I, yeah. I, I would see my dad 
he'd he'd fly off about some stuff. My mom doesn't fly off about anything, but but you know it affects her. She she gets stressed. Yeah, out. I can definitely see that. Like with Lee, I can see where that. Yeah. Lee, Lee and I handle stress. Oh yeah. Very differently. Lee's your Me, sister. We handle it the same wife. way. Yeah, you guys. Well, she's not as. I I you're the male version of Lee. Yeah. With, with you know, stress. Mine's like roid rage. Right. Hers is more. <laughs> You know, feminine. Yeah. Not feminine. Wouldn't that be funny if it was flipped, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hers is, you know, <laughs> prim and proper, but still, you know. Yeah. She can she can dish it out. Yeah. Um, next one is volunteer. That should um, be. That but that should just be, be a given. Yeah. Um, I would love to if volunteer more. If you're a Christian, more. Yeah. that should be just part of being Christian. Yeah. And not volunteer inside of your church. If it happens inside of your church, it is not outreach. Mm-mm. Point blank, period. Yeah. No matter what anybody says. No, you can open your church up to the homeless and let them come and live in there. That's not outreach. Go yep. out into the community. Outreach. Yep. Outreach. Yep. And it doesn't and also outreach doesn't doesn't mean that you have to doesn't mean missionary work. No, it doesn't mean you have to go to India and Africa. And I can't wait South to do America. an episode about that. Yeah, so my thoughts on missionary work is no, it? <laughs> it's important. It's important it's if just, you're called to do it. Yeah, it, a lot of people get it mixed up. Definitely it frustrates me. Definitely. Um, and then drink less. Water or what? I guess whatever you're into. Assuming man. alcohol. Assuming the alcohol, but it could be for numerous things. Maybe drink less coffee. Honestly, okay. I think I need to cut back my coffee intake. On your coffee. But I don't want to. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Screw you guys. You don't need to. Yeah, that's right. Well, do you have any resolutions that you have made for this year? <sighs> no, I yeah, I, I need to I don't know. I, I I don't have a resolution. Like I've been very reflective in the last couple of weeks, especially I've had, you know, major life changes this past year and I've just coming out and everything. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I've just, I've taken the high road so many times Yeah, and I've done the right thing so many times and been the better man in the situations. And I look back at him for what, for why? Yeah. And, I kind of think to myself, you know, what what benefit did I have of being the better man or being taking the high road where I could have done severe damage by telling the truth about things in a very public way, but I've chosen not to. Um, and for what? I still get talked about. There's still a a air of hatred blown my way towards yeah. my family, towards my immediate family and extended family. Um, so I, I've kind of been thinking, like, wh- why? Why be the nice guy? Why do the right thing in situations like that anymore? Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I think my resolution will be to knock some skulls and... 2019 yeah. flips and tables yes it might change between now and December 31st but yeah, yeah flip some tables man and call out some Pharisees and that's really admirable of you too Brian thank you I think that's great I've got some myself what do you got um, so I, I would love to read more books so that I can, and, and not just books in general, but you know, I, I've got a, I've got a stack of books, spiritual books that I haven't, you know, I've I've thumbed through a few times, never finished. I'm reading, um, uh, I'm still reading. Not a fan. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished it. God, it's such a good book. I know. I just, I say I don't have the time for reading. In a way, I don't. But also, whenever I do have alone, not alone time, but like. Just time off, just downtime. I don't spend it reading. Yeah, you know, watching TV or, um, you know, playing video games or what have you. So I could read, 
but I, I want to get more in a habit of reading, like making um, it a part of my daily routine. I think audiobooks are the bomb. Hey, yeah, I might have to do that. Like I listen to podcasts. We'll listen to podcasts. So supplement maybe um, the time, some time you would do for podcasts to, yeah. to an audiobook. Maybe at the gym when you're on the treadmill yeah. or, or whatever. Um, I've also got uh, I've got that Messengers, Jay Coors devotional that I started. Um, Andre and Johnson. Also Andre Johnson. Um, and then there's a book I've got called uh, Blessed Are the Misfits um, by Brant Hansen. And uh, he's a radio host, but he's got a podcast too. Um, it's really good. Hmm. And uh, But his book is really good. We, Me and Allie started, but we just you know hadn't messed with it in a while. Yeah. Um, but I want to read books like that so I become more theologically sound for Bible study. Because, nice. <laughs> like, when we have Bible study, I'm always kind of sitting in the corner. I'm like, oh, man, this is intense, and I don't know where to put in my thoughts here. You put in your thoughts last week. I did. Um, but I, you know what I mean? I just want to feel like I know more about what I'm talking about. Just do what, you know, just say, just start talking about something and act like it's... And go with it. Yeah, just go with it. I read in... And blah, 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 and this, that, and the other. I don't think that's even a book of the Bible. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I want to uh, play more Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. <laughs> or just board games in general. I yeah. lo- I've gotten to where I realize board games are amazing. Yeah, they're pretty fun. And I want um, to keep that going. Yeah. Um, so, Clay, McSwain, let's do this. Uh, also, I want to get McSwain on this podcast. Yeah. Um, that's a New Year's resolution because it hasn't resolution. happened yet. Yeah, what I I, uh, I text him. He texted me this morning. Really? Yeah, he's he's going to New York tomorrow. He's on tomorrow the road night. a lot. Yeah, not New York, North Carolina. Yeah, I said New York. It's really NC, not NY. Yeah. Tomorrow and tomorrow night because he was supposed to come to Bible study tomorrow. Yeah. Because we're doing the Book of Enoch. Oh yeah, that's what that's we're talking awesome. about tomorrow. Um, I also want to, and this is more of a serious note. I want to like, I have a bad habit of comparing my situations to others. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to get out of the habit of that. Yeah, that's not. It's not good. It's not healthy. Not good. Um, not, good. Not, not only is it not healthy for me, it's not healthy for Allie to see that either. You know. Yeah, that's so, not good. I need to get out of that habit. Stop doing that. Yeah. But, but if yeah. you were living right. Yeah, if I was just living right. and You wouldn't have sinning, that problem. Yeah. If you would do a 40-day fast. <laughs> and give up. And just. Chocolate for 40 days. And then give conveniently up start for it back days, up right then, before. Then that Valentine's. would start. Sure. Yeah. And by the time Valentine's rolls around, Boom. everything's perfect. Yeah. You can eat <laughs> nine boxes of candy if you yeah. want. <laughs> um, all right. Well. Yeah, I'm good. You're good? Good yeah, on that? That's good. Yep. Um, actually, no, oh. I'm not. Yeah, P.S. I think as a podcast, mm-hmm. our resolution for 2019 mm-hmm. will be to start the vlog. Yes. So start videoing these bad boys. So Get you guys back into can, some Because there's a lot that happens... Yeah. That you guys can't see. Oh yeah, and it's flipping whole. Most areas. of the time, I'm not wearing any clothes. Right. I mean, I'm sitting here, and the oiled the, up. Right. And then there's times where I'll, I'm talking and you don't hear from Blake. It's because he's falling asleep. I literally have to throw things at him <clears throat> to wake him up. Whoops. Yeah. That happens a lot when I. Or we just we'll, anywhere in general. We'll say something that's an inside joke and just <laughs> turn away from the bike and <laughs> laugh quietly. <laughs> <laughs> what what y'all get to see too is when I start to get into a topic and Brian starts flailing his arms around I'm like wait hold on <laughs> not yet not, not yet, yet. <laughs> um so 2018 is coming to a close it is um one of the things that we love to talk about here on this podcast is music and butt sex and butt sex yeah. and uh, <laughs> while we didn't really mention butt sex today no. I'm sure 2019 there's plenty coming there's plenty coming around you know um, but it has been a great year for music um, I asked Brian earlier what do you think was like just a monumental album 
that kind of, you know, was just essential for 2018. And I said Cardi B. Cardi B. All day long. <laughs> Thank you, Cardi B, for your contribution, not only to this podcast, but to society, but to society as a whole. You are appreciated despite uh, what others say. No. Um, not at all. Not at all. Um, and one thing that we agreed on, and we actually will still do, do two different songs, but we both agreed that Under Oath's uh, Erase Me album was essential. Not only, to, I, I think it was great for music, it kind of sums up this podcast, kind of sums up how we've been taking an approach to uh, religion, um, to Christianity, to the church. Um, we've talked about Under Oath a lot, Aaron Gillespie a lot. Yeah. Um, so I think that's only appropriate to pick a song from that album. And uh, this one is called On My Teeth. I didn't know where you're going with that. <laughs> if it'll play, okay. Is he still doing clean vocals, Aaron Gillespie? Yes. On top of... Here's what they did, though. Uh, so when That's interesting. Un- when Under Oath... So it used to be uh, Spencer Chamberlain, who we mentioned on the uh, um, Once Saved, Always Saved episode. For a number of years, he only did... But let me say this yeah. about Spencer mm-hmm. real quick. Probably one of the most intelligent, very yeah, people I've ever heard mm-hmm. talk. Oh yeah, homeboy is—he's brilliant, yep. and the I just—he—he's—he he knows what he's talking about. He—he he blows my honestly, mind every yeah. time I hear him talk on a podcast mm-hmm. or in an interview or or just looking up stuff. Wow. Yeah. Just intelligent. Oh, yeah. But Very. go ahead. Go Very. Ahead. Um, with a lot of their albums, they didn't do... He didn't hardly do any clean vocals. I can really only name you maybe one or two. Um, prior to... Uh, I can't think of the name of the album now. What a jerk. It's one of my favorite bands. But it, it's the only album that Aaron Gillespie didn't play drums on. Um, and uh, they actually brought in Norma Jean's old drummer right. and played. So Spencer took over full-time, clean, and guttural vocals. Mm -hmm. Um, So you got to really see what he can do. And he's a great singer. He just never did it. Um, That was always Aaron Gillespie's thing. So when Aaron Gillespie rejoined, and uh, they they now kind of share the clean vocals. A lot of that song, I think Aaron Gillespie only sings on the chorus. The rest of the cleans that's in that is Spencer. So that's interesting. More power to him. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Um, hate that we didn't go see them. I know. They'll come back around. That was the biggest tour that they've ever done. Wow. It's what uh, Aaron Gillespie posted something on Instagram the other day talking about 2018. It was great. His marriage was going great. The band's back together how it used to be. Mm-hmm. Biggest tour ever. Selling that album like crazy. No, it's not, you know, what Under Oath always sounded like, but that album is very important. Yeah. Very cool. much so. Anyway, um, so another one that we mentioned quite a bit that I think would be appropriate to talk about here in our music segment is Andy Minio. Definitely. Yeah. I think he's been yeah. essential. And to watch the progress, we've kind of talked about it, the progression of where he's come as an artist, um, starting out under that umbrella of Christian rap and being real safe, yep. Um, being real cookie cutter, um, you know, 
little while ago, Lecrae started stepping out. And I think once Lecrae kind of stepped out and started doing some things off off beat with, you know, the marching drum of Christian rap, everyone else said, well, okay, now it's okay. Now we can do it. And it's made room for this whole era of Christian rap that is very reminiscent of 80s rap where it can be fun and lighthearted and at the same time on the same album, on the same LP or whatever, Mm -hmm. you can have some serious, profound social things that you rap about. And Andy Mineo, he's found his his niche. And his niche is not that K-Love music tour or the wow music or the, what's the? Winter Jam. Yeah, that's not his niche. His niche is playing clubs and venues. We saw him at Winter Jam. He was so, you could tell he was so, Restricted, and he couldn't be himself. His niche is being raw and untethered, and so he's he's been doing it. And man, he's just he's he's shining. Yeah, that's good. Some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's play. Uh, let's play. Um, we've actually used this one before, but we'll play it again. I think it's a great one. Yeah. Um, Andy Minio and Lecrae. This one is uh, coming in hot. Well, I got the steamer. I bring the fire, but you never seen her. I testify, I don't need a subpoena. They want my soul better go to Korea. I love my dog just like I'm Peter. Gotta protect them. I made the call up, but just like I'm rapping. I know we left here, now we back together, but I guess that is better now. Later than never, like, mm, what's happening? I'ma need y'all quit asking when. Me and my wife gonna have some kids. Right now, we just practicing. Practicing. Teacher said, quit rapping, man. That gonna hurt my average. I said, thank God I ain't average. Yeah, I'm a bright young man. Kill the GPA, GPA. and the BPM. BPM. Look, we on. So say what you say, cause that's A with Lecrae. From the A train to the A, I'm coming in hot. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and... The, this last thing that he put out, there's a lyric that says, um, uh, people question me because I hang out with prostitutes and porn stars and druggies, but what else am I supposed to do? Witness to uh, you and your crew, get yeah. your corny Christian rhetoric out of my face. I mean, <laughs> God, man, I mean, <laughs> dude. I mean, he he's very he's a very commendable fella. Yeah. Like given him. that, like also him. love the fact that whenever uh, we went to go see him at the music barn, we had music barn and music farm. One's in Charleston, one Columbia. I can't remember. Anyway, one in Columbia, um, small intimate club. Homeboy comes out wearing a Pantera shirt, <laughs> and I think it even said "Cowboys from Hell." And yes. I was like, "Look at this guy, yes. um, Pantera shirt." Take that, yes. Caleb. Um, all right, uh, we have a new review. Brian, okay. how about that? Good contributions. I'm to so reviews. tired of you bringing up. I, I love that we the don't reviews. Have reviews. I love it though. Stop putting negativity out there. Uh, I we, need to. Thousands of, of people listen to I our know, podcast. I know. Thousands. Just and you're focused feedback. on. Don't worry about it. They're they're streaming it. That's yeah. feedback enough. Yeah. Well, I just like to hear from the people. Okay. Okay. So this one comes from Blue Chainsaw Man. All right. On, <laughs> On Apple Podcasts. Uh, Real Talk. Not Religious is a great podcast. It's a couple of guys that go to church but aren't trying to force religion down your throat in any way. Um, It's not just about religious-related topics, but there's also conspiracy theories, aliens, and the fear of butt stuff. (laughs) If you want to get away from the world for an hour plus um, each week, come check out these guys and uh, learn, learn from a different perspective. Boom. 
Thanks, Blue Chainsaw Man. Blue Chainsaw Man. Blue Chainsaw Man. Awesome. That's a, that's a good name. That's good. Um, all right. All right. Check us out on all the platforms. All the crap. Yeah. Yep. You know where to get us. Yep. If you're listening to us now, there's probably another one you can listen to. Probably. We yeah. didn't even, I meant to check Pandora. Yeah. Dang. Whatever. You However you're listening to us, you can listen to us. Yeah. Mr. Dave, yeah. I know you're on your back porch. Definitely. Shout out to you. Yep. There's links into all of our stuff on how you can contact us. Yeah. Uh, leave a review. If you do, we'll mention it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yada, um, yada, yada. We're on the... Instagrams and Facebooks. We're yeah. not on the Snapchats, but that's okay. Yeah, I didn't we even are know. Personally. I never thought about that. That's too much to keep that's up with. Yeah, I ain't got that kind of time. All right. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year's Yeah, to everybody. Yeah. All right. Later, guys. Be safe. We'll see you in uh, 2019. Be nice to, to one another. Uh, we're going to corrupt you some more. Definitely. Can't wait to. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.